Welcome. Excuse me. Taxi. This is the 77 WABC minicast. This is the Dick Morris Show with Doug DePiro, sponsored by the Patriot Gold Group. Um, we have, uh, I've been urging President Trump to move his campaign more to issues that are attractive to both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives. It's not to say move to the center. It's to say that he should be focusing on issues as well as his base issues beyond just immigration and taxation and regulation and that stuff, but should focus on things like the abuses of the intelligence community, uh, overuse of pesticides, uh, overuse of antibiotics in animals, Internet censorship, requirements to get a vaccine, ESG investments that tell you what you can invest your money in and not, wiretapping, smart electric meters that track your, your every move, uh, and uh, central bank digital currency and EVs. These are issues that are important both to the left and the right, and they're, they make a common enemy of big government and the deep state, and they, they're, they're very effective in reaching voters both who are on the left and on the right. Uh, nobody wants to be spied on by the government. Nobody wants their food to be contaminated with pesticides. Nobody wants Internet censorship. Uh, nobody wants to be required to get a vaccine. And these issues are issues that I think increasingly President Trump is using, and I think that's very important. Remember in the most recent polling, <clears throat> Trump is getting about 12% of the vote of people who voted for Biden, and Biden is getting 2% of the vote of people who voted for Trump. So you have a real cross-pollination here because of the issues Trump is using. The two places that I think he should focus in particular are electric vehicles and central bank-issued digital currency. Start with electric vehicles. Now you're talking my kind of music, Dick Morris. Hey, I guess you could hear me. You don't have a deuce coupe, do you? I do. That's this two-door coupe. Oh, so okay. I, I oh, can't that's tell deuce, you. yeah. A Good. deuce coupe. It's I've a two-door. Oh, no, wait. dancing to that song without knowing What's his name? Without knowing you... what the deuce it's about. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's his name is a convertible, so it's not a deuce coupe. Yeah, right. A blue one. Yeah. What's his name? His name is Bentley. Oh, no. <laughs> Give me a little break here. <laughs> <laughs> that must be Chris on the on the board. Yeah, it is. He's back. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> I can always tell. Um, oh, by the way, yeah. I'm in Florida, so these guys don't realize that okay. we don't know each other. <laughs> um, 18% of new vehicle sales last year were of EVs, but yet Ford is posting a big loss in EVs. Uh, they, they've, they've lost over a billion dollars in the last quarter by their inability to sell electric vehicles. And the House voted recently to kill Biden's EV mandate. Uh, it's it'll not his, the, the killing will not pass the Senate, but it still shows that the momentum is running definitely against electric vehicles. Oh, I've been saying that for how long now, right? A long time. Yeah. The cost of EVs is to the taxpayer, not to the buyer, but to the taxpayer, 
averages $50,000 a car. And he, Wait, is that because the government gives subsidy? So that, that, that's, that's how you figure that in? No, but subsidies, but not to the consumer. The amount they give to the consumer, like the tax credit, is not included in that 50000 What's included in 50000 is the subsidies to make solar batteries. Right. Subsidies to do right. all of the stuff that goes into that. Right, right. I, I know. And um, EV sales uh, accounted for 9% of all new vehicle sales last year, but Biden wants it to reach 60% by 2030. Good luck with that. Yeah, sure. California, which is leading the effort for EVs, can't even produce enough electricity to meet <laughs> its mandate. So they'll produce, they'll buy the EVs, but where are you getting the electricity from? Yeah, I mean, just the common sense of when there's uh, a hot day and they have brownouts, yeah. right? Don't t- turn your air conditioning off. Exactly. Really? In fact, the Biden administration is going to fall 21% short of the electricity it needs to accommodate the EVs it's pushing for. Of course. So... What they're doing now is, as opposed to trying to require EVs, which they are, they also are raising fuel standards to a point where you have to have an EV in order to meet it. And it's sort of a backdoor way of requiring electric vehicles. Wait, say that again? What do you mean by that? The government is saying you have to get a million miles a gallon, and you can only get that with an electric vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) So... So you list the problems with EVs, the lack of charging stations. Right. Charging can take hours. Many of the charging stations don't work. Uh, everybody's anxious about will my battery die before yeah, my right. trip's over. Uh-huh. EVs cost a lot more than conventional cars. Overall ownership costs due to repair and battery replacement are very great with EVs. Battery replacement exceeds $20,000 a car. Wow. Extreme heat and then some cost 60. Extreme heat and cold weather reduce the driving range of EVs. Frigid cold snaps cause the inability to charge EVs. In Chicago, Tesla Tesla charging stations are lined with dead cars during a recent cold snap. Fighting an EV fire, which occurs with some frequency, caused by the batteries necessitates the whole car burning and tens of thousands of gallons of water to put it out. Yeah, right. Auto manufacturers are losing billions producing EVs. Dealers' lots are overflowing with unsold EVs due to increasing public distaste. Ford, GM, and Toyota making drastic production cuts of EVs and transitioning plants to build more hybrids. The growing concerns over EV safety and health problems associated with toxic gases released by lithium-ion battery fires, uh, poses serious risks. And while that's happening, when you look at the cost of generating the electricity and all the other ancillary costs associated with EVs, it really is not doing much to help the environment. No. Uh, so, so, and rare, they, all, all that we're doing with an EV is powered by rare earth minerals that come from China. In fact, the height of absurdity is that. Uh, the administration, particularly Cackle and Harris, uh, <laughs> was pushing a program for clean buses, electric buses, and they provided a major subsidy for that. And the company that made the electric bus buses went bankrupt in August, and so you can't get parts or services. And transit departments all over the country have their lots filled with e- with electric buses well, Cackle- that they can't operate. 
Kakla wanted these buses so they could bust the poor slavery kids into the mines in Africa to yeah. do this. Yeah, well, that's right. Horrible. So, so when you put this together, EVs is really one, one of Biden's greatest vulnerabilities. And, you know, I worked for Bill Clinton, sorry about that, back in Arkansas when he was governor. And the thing that defeated him for re-election there was that he raised car tag taxes by $17 a year. And that defeated him, absolutely beat him. Right. Uh, people were furious about that. And I was very young then. I was 30, just starting in politics. And I absorbed the following lesson. Don't mess with people's cars. You can do anything you want, but don't step on their cars. So you could tell me about that, right? Yeah, exactly. And... Um, and Biden is doing that with EVs. So Trump has already attacked, her on EV, attacked him on EVs. But I think he needs to do more, and I think he needs really to zero in on that issue. And besides that, electric vehicles are themselves becoming obsolete because hydrogen vehicles are coming. Right. What am I doing here? Yeah. Hydrogen burning internal combustion engines generate electricity by the burning of hydrogen instead of gasoline. 